Hello, this is Pastor Kong Hee. I want to thank you for joining us on our podcast. I pray that you'll be blessed in Christ, encouraged by the Word, and experience an encounter with God. Remember, knowing God and being known by Him is the greatest pursuit of life. Enjoy the message. The eighth statement of the Apostles' Creed is this, I believe in the Holy Spirit. Now, who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. Although he's symbolized by the dove, which represents purity and gentleness, and he's also symbolized by the powerful wind or fire, he is not an animal or a non-living force or influence. He is spoken of as a living person, a he, not an it. So the Holy Spirit is totally co-equal with God the Father and God the Son, and they are of the same essence. He's not subordinated or inferior to any of them, just like the Father and the Son. He's omnipotent or all-powerful, omniscient or all-knowing, and omnipresent or everywhere all the time. He's uncreated, which means he has no beginning, and eternal, which means he has no ending. He's immutable, which means He's unchanging. The Holy Spirit is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's also incomprehensible, which means He's beyond human understanding. As a person, the Holy Spirit has absolute consciousness. So He speaks, He teaches, leads, guides, and intercedes through us. He gives us knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. The Holy Spirit is rich in emotion. He's always filled with joy and delight, but He can also be grieved and we can resist Him. With the Father and the Son, He's the creator of the universe and the giver of life. Like the Father and the Son, He's also the Lord of all. God is love because the inner life of the Trinity is a never-ending exchange of love between all three divine persons. The Father loves the Son and the Son loves the Father, and the Holy Spirit is the bond of love or energy of love between them. God is love, not because He decided to love sinners, but because prior to the fall of mankind, love was already circulating eternally within the Godhead. God was never in any way lonely or in need of anyone, but He chose to open His circle of love to include sinners like us. It was because of the everlasting love of God that creation was birthed. God wants everyone and everything in the universe to share in the overflowing love, joy, and life of the Father, Son, and Spirit. As such, more than all the amazing, powerful miracles He can perform, the Spirit reaches out to all mankind and brings us home to the love of God. In His incarnation, Jesus was totally dependent on the Spirit in His life and mission. Many wrongly think that the Holy Spirit had very little to do in the Gospel story and that He only became active after the day of Pentecost. Many of us don't realize the Holy Spirit was absolutely central in the life and experience of Jesus. He was conceived by the Spirit, baptized in the Spirit, he overcame Satan's temptation by the Spirit. It was the Holy Spirit who anointed him to preach, heal the sick, deliver, and work mighty miracles. 
It was the Spirit that made Jesus the Christ, the Anointed One. Everything Jesus did, He did it by the Spirit of God. Jesus had the grace to face suffering and death only because of the Spirit. It was the resurrection power of the Spirit that raised Him from the dead. Even after His resurrection, Jesus needed the Holy Spirit to lead Him in giving instructions to His apostles. 40 days later, it was the Spirit who brought Him up through the ascension to the right hand of the Father. The Holy Spirit was absolutely central in Jesus' life. He lived this way on purpose to be our example so that we know that by the same Spirit, we too, you too, can live a victorious life. Although Jesus is the Son of God, He emptied Himself to become a real human being. The Greek word for this is kenosis, the self-emptying of Jesus. When Jesus took on human flesh, He really became humanly weak and limited, just like every one of us. His temptations were real, and He was not play-acting. His victory over sin and Satan was real, not a pretense. Jesus Christ was sinless, not because He's divine, but because He made a radical decision to depend on the power of the Spirit to live a righteous life. And because He was totally without sin, Jesus has the Spirit without measure. This is the gold standard which He has set for us. And there is no limit to the presence and power of God if we too can live a life of purity by the Spirit. To the degree you yield to the Spirit, to walk in holiness, righteousness, and obedience, this is the same degree the presence and the power of the Spirit will flow through you. So today, like Jesus, we desperately need to be more aware, conscious, and intentional to live and walk in the Spirit. It is the Spirit who gives us the born-again experience and regenerates the new life in us. Without the indwelling Spirit of God, you cannot be Christians. You must learn to develop a relationship and communicate with Him and be sensitive to His voice and guidance and power. You must be fully baptized and immersed in the Spirit until you are filled, soaked, saturated, thoroughly drenched and completely overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit inside and out. Until the Holy Spirit is bubbling from the inside and overflowing out of you. So be a Spirit-baptized, Spirit-filled and Spirit-led Christian. Amen. Thank you and God bless.